0: We're learning lessons even today when we look at the current roster of tribal, regional, and even national leadership. The question is, are we evaluating those who lead humanly over us by man's standards? Or are we, as indigenous followers of Christ, utilizing God's standards of holiness? One uses the grid of political correctness, while the other uses the timeless truths of God's holy word.
1: Welcome to Indigenous Faith with Craig and LaDonna Smith. For the next 30 minutes we invite you to join craig and Ladonna as they open god's word and help indigenous followers of jesus christ learn how to live a biblically healthy life in the context of their culture and tribal traditions craig is a member of the white earth band of Ojibwe indians from northern minnesota and is an author public speaker and gospel singer Ladonna is from the navajo nation from the american southwest she is also a gifted singer and writer and a deeply committed student of god's word together They have served Christ for over four decades in a ministry that has taken them to indigenous people all across North America, and to a dozen countries around the world. Once again, thank you for joining us today, for this week's edition of Indigenous Faith. And now, get ready to take a journey with Craig and LaDonna, into God's Word, to see what he has to say, about living out an indigenous faith, that helps us all live lives that please him, and gives us power, for victorious Christian living.
2: In our tradition stories, there are, I know they talk about two spirit, you know, there's somebody that has two spirits in them, like, you know, trying to live that out. Mm-hmm. And, but that, that was kind of like not really highlighted. Mm-hmm. And now that our dominant society is pushing for that and glorifying it and lifting it up and celebrating it. It makes it easier. It reminds me it of Manasseh. Yeah,
0: you yeah. know, they
2: had to begin. He did it more evil than anybody. Mm-hmm. Do we not think that things are more evil than huh. ever? Please, believers, do not sit back and say, well, that's not my issue. Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. need the Lord. The gospel is what we need to share. It's the only thing that can can, can yeah. save us and rescue us For from sure. this culture that we're living in. Yeah. To, to
0: it's almost as if Manasseh was our leader today. <laughs> the oh, In the way we're falling off the falling off the cliff in in uh the in in every part of human culture every part of uh, our North American culture for sure, well, let's move on, ladonna you know okay. because we we were talking about the debauchery mm-hmm. of child sacrifice, okay yeah. that was one of the things that that unfortunately is on the resume of Manasseh that he promoted it, he celebrated it, and he even engaged in it himself, the scripture said causing his own sons to pass through the fire, yeah. right? Well, there's a couple other possibilities, uh, commentators note, that explain how Manasseh's shedding of innocent blood uh, was was involved along with his advocacy of child sacrifice. The second uh Possibility has, is alluded to in Jeremiah 7-6. Honey, would you find that and for Jeremiah. us? Jeremiah 7-6. I'd like you to. Jeremiah and then we're going to go to chapter 22 right after that. But let's see what Jeremiah 7-6 says uh, about uh, the okay. oppression and persecution of the weak. Okay. as alluded to in Jeremiah 7, okay, 6. Saints,
2: and if you do not oppress the alien, the orphan, or the widow, and do not shed innocent blood in this place, nor walk after other gods to their own ruin, that's for, and then that's a comma. Do you want mm-hmm. me to read 7? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and then it. I will let you dwell in this place, in the land that I gave to your fathers forever and ever. That's um, Jeremiah mm-hmm. chapter 7, verses 6 and 7.
0: So who do we see here as being oppressed and persecuted and uh, through even that, the shedding of blood of innocent mm-hmm. blood, it says, right in yeah. that in that verse in and seven chapter six, that. it touches the orphan, oh. it touches the ch- uh, you know the children.
2: Well, think of the lives that never got to live because they were sacrificed. Mm-hmm. Well, you that's know, they the, were
0: wiped out. That's the epitome of 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 the shedding of innocent blood for sure. But this is another thing that as Jeremiah. Uh, you know, alludes to in in this passage. But jump over, if you would, to chapter 22, honey, and read for us verses 1 through 3.
2: Jeremiah 22.
0: And then include verse 17 as well, because it kind of mm-hmm. ties that those two different chunks together. Jeremiah, listeners, 22, if you have your Bibles, we're going to look at verses 1 through 3, and then verse 17.
2: Thus says the Lord, Go down to the house of the king of Judah, and there speak this word, and say... Hear the word of the Lord, O King of Judah, who sits on David's throne, you and your servants and your people who enter these gates. Thus says the Lord, do justice and righteousness, and deliver the one who has been robbed from the power of his oppressor. Also, do not mistreat or do violence to the stranger, the orphan, or the widow, and do not shed innocent blood in this place. That's verses one to three, mm-hmm. and then down to seventeen. But your eyes and your heart are intent only upon your own dishonest gain, and on shedding innocent blood, and on practicing oppression and distortion.
0: So there was innocent blood shed through child sacrifice, mm-hmm. but also through oppression, uh, and mistreatment of, of orphans and widows and and so on. So these were some other ways that the shedding of innocent blood happened at the at the hands of Manasseh as king.
2: Craig, you know the way they they word this in verse seventeen. But your eyes and your heart are intent mm-hmm. only upon your own dishonest gain. You know what I heard in modern here, modern America, just a couple. Probably a couple weeks ago, saying you need to when you get rid of your kid when you have abortion, you will be more economically able to make it. This is this is good. They they lifted that up, Craig. Here, dishonest gain by taking and shedding blood, yes. so that things can get better. That is, there,
0: is again. Is there anything new under the sun, Ladonna? No, there's not. And the then, rationales, is, you know, you. Oh. <laughs> And it it's something how you create one lie to cover another
2: well, I think misdeed, I, you know? There's a lot of other things that are attached to evil. It's not just one thing, you know, that...
0: There's always a downward spiral mm-hmm. to evil. When you do evil, you have to create more evil to cover it, and so mm-hmm. on. And we just see that jumping out of the pages of God's Word at us today, right? Yes. The So that's, you know, child sacrifice being one of the ways uh, innocent blood was, was spilt... And the land being defiled by the shedding of blood. The other was through, uh, as we saw here, uh, oppression and persecution of the weak, including the babes, the babies, the little ones, the mm-hmm. orphans, and even the older, the older ones, uh, the weak, as we saw in these passages. But there's a third option the commentators uh, suggest mm-hmm. um, are a part of this, and that was how he treated God's prophets. Mm. Now, a combination of all three is most likely. Now, by the way, regarding that third option, how he treated the prophets, both Christian and Jewish tradition alike report that Manasseh had the prophet Isaiah son in two inside of a hollow log. Did
2: you know that, believers out there listening, <laughs> did you know that our precious uh, book of Isaiah that was written there, that this is what ha- happened to him? He gave his life. He was a martyr. At the hand of Manessa. At the hand of Manasseh.
0: Of yeah, so it's true. Yeah, he was a pretty wicked guy, wasn't he? Terrible, terrible, uh, terrible way of uh, leading, uh, let alone living. You know, and uh, my goodness, we see such violence on the news every night now, don't we? Just random people in a subway in New York being beaten uh, to the point of death, and even all the way through Death Store. You know, they die because they've been so maliciously uh, beaten up. Uh, gun sh- drive by shootings and all, all this has happened. Uh, all uh, well, of course, LaDonna, for you and me, all throughout our, our life, we've you know, that's been on the news in pockets here and there, but it mm-hmm. just seems like it's, it's now ramped up everyday occurrence in it's like so going many places.
2: 90 mile an hour every yeah, day in yeah. the news.
0: Well. Hebrews in the New Testament, in the book of Hebrews, chapter eleven, in that great uh, what what I call the Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. Heaven's Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. Hebrews eleven thirty two through thirty eight alludes to this uh, part of the the story where it says and what more verse thirty two what more shall I say for time will fail me if I tell of Gideon Barak Samson Jephthah of David and Samuel and the prophets who by faith. Conquered kingdoms, performed acts of righteousness, obtained promises, shut the mouths of lions, quenched the power of fire. These are conquerors. Mm -hmm. They're in heaven's hall of fame. They quenched the power of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, from weakness were made strong, became mighty in war, put foreign armies to flight. And look at this women received back their dead by resurrection. Others were tortured. And now we go not from just conquerors, but to sufferers. Women received back their dead by resurrection. Others were tortured, not accepting their release so that they might obtain a better resurrection. Others experienced mocking and flogging and further Mm -hmm. chains and imprisonments. They were stoned. And look at this. They were sawn in two, Isaiah Mm. there's the uh, uh, alluding to isaiah right there they were tempted they were put to death with the sword they were went about in sheepskin goatskin being destitute afflicted torment and i love what this says people of whom the world was not worthy these were martyrs of the faith you know and uh, it's
2: obvious that they don't they don't view their lives as as precious or as needful or as essential because it's not their way
0: mm-hmm yep Wow, oh Craig! Well, <laughs> God's word is so clear, isn't it? On it really, all these things, Madonna, really
2: Craig. It makes me sick to think about the wickedness and the evil being perpetrated by this evil king Manasseh, especially after being raised by such a godly father, Hezekiah. Now, you know, Craig, there's a lot of stuff missing in between there. Mm-hmm. Hezekiah could be a very busy man; he could be very busy about doing this and that, and I don't know. We don't know why his son didn't catch the godliness of his own dad. And so it's hard to believe, Craig, that it can take only one generation to go away from the Lord. Judges 2.10 says, of the generation of the children of Israel whose parents came through the Red Sea on dry ground, they were supernaturally provided for in the wilderness with daily manna and refreshing water that came from, of all things, rocks. And you've even quoted that verse to many people You know, as you've uh, opened the word of God to people throughout our, our land, Craig, that verse so sadly says, all that generation also were gathered to their fathers and another generation rose up after them who did not know the Lord, not even the work which he had done for Israel. How true it is that we are only one generation away from a total falling away from God by those who follow after us. What my main takeaway is from the lesson of Manasseh, this is it. We must do all we can to preserve the godly heritage to our children and our children's children. And how do we do that? We do that by being in the Word We do that by not just being a hearer of the word, but a doer and living it out for our children. And take time to answer their questions, to make sure they understand. And uh, so, uh, Craig, what words do you have for us uh, as you contemplate the life and and times of King Manasseh? Mm -hmm.
0: Well, first of all, I see that Manasseh's life story is so similar to that of his father Hezekiah, except done only in reverse, where well, for most of his life, Hezekiah did great things for Judah by restoring true worship of God among this part of the covenant people Judah, and he brought back holiness while rebuking the syncretistic practices of his own father Ahaz, we then see toward the end of Hezekiah's life, he began to falter and stumble and saw pride take over after becoming mortally ill. We see that in 2 mm-hmm. in Chronicles, as we read earlier, chapter 32, verse 24. He started out well, but didn't finish well. Now Manasseh, on the other hand, started out and maintained an evil reign for most of his life. But then in the latter portion of his life, he turned to the Lord and attempted to undo all the syncretism and sinful actions his earlier reign promoted, only not to be followed by Judah, which led to their captivity in Babylon. What a a messed up people group that became. And then came the great equalizer for all mankind. Just like Hezekiah, just like Ahaz, Manasseh died. (laughs) And guess Mm -hmm. what? We all die. Mm -hmm. As our friend Dr. Vern Charette said in our Mm -hmm. indigenous faith uh, teaching session, I've got the statistics just came out. Mm -hmm. One in one dies. Every single person dies. That's it. That's all over. All that's left then is a legacy, which challenges me to think about my own legacy. What we left behind is a memory of my life and actions. Will I be remembered as one who sought God and led others into holy and righteous living? Or will I soon be forgotten in the dust heap of others who were here for only a brief moment in human history, then moved on into eternity by the one who's creator of all things? Yes, there are lessons to be learned from human leadership, LaDonna. We're learning lessons even today when we look at the current roster of tribal, regional, and even national leadership. The question is, are we evaluating those who lead humanly over us by man's standards? Or are we, as indigenous followers of Christ, utilizing God's standards of holiness? One uses the grid of political correctness, while the other uses the timeless truths of God's holy word. So let's be men and women of the word, shall we? And let's live our lives accordingly. That's my takeaway, LaDonna. So uh, I, I want to turn it back to you. Maybe you have a few other final mm-hmm. thoughts. Uh, and once again, would you mind
2: yes.
0: closing this very important mm-hmm. session in well, prayer? This has in been, a,
2: been a, quite a heavy-duty study, Craig. And I do want to um, also clarify uh, in 2 Kings 21, in verse 14, it said, I will abandon the remnant of my inheritance and deliver them into the hand of their enemies and they will become plunder and spoil to all their enemies because they have done evil in my sight and have been provoking me to anger since the day their fathers came from Egypt, even to this day. Now, I know there are a lot of churches today that say, see, God's done with them. But see here in the second Kings 21, when we went to the second Chronicles portion, that tells of God's mercy. And bringing Manasseh back to Jerusalem.
0: His covenant with them is an eternal covenant. The Bible. It is. So yeah, it is not changed. Don't don't
2: get this wrong. Even though it doesn't fill it out here in uh, Second Kings, and you know what, the Bible is very specific that that's his people, and it's always going to be.
0: That's why. uh, That's what led Paul to write to young Timothy. In, in in 2 Timothy 3.16, that all Scripture, not just parts of Scripture, all Scripture has been inspired by God and is profitable for the first thing is is doctrine. you got to have a knowledge and understanding of the whole of the Bible in order to have the full picture of what God is saying to His people on planet Earth. That's why um, we must be students of the Word, LaDonna. Mm-hmm. That's, that's one of the greatest joys of my life is every morning, The extended period of time we have in God's Word uh, is is so refreshing to us, and it is uh, it's it's life to our spirit. It's It's the most favorite part of my day, Craig. Great, because
2: it gets us going.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Oh my. Well, yeah. I uh, we we can't just uh, uh, cherry pick uh, biblical truths that we want and then abandon or uh, reorder or reword. Uh, the others through a, a hermeneutic that is not uh, does not give us what God intended uh, originally his readers to take away. So, yeah, that's very important, honey. Mm-hmm. Great, great reminder.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, Craig, also this study here is, is reminding me of the most important thing in Matthew twenty-two. It's uh, this is in red letters: "You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart." This is Jesus. Jesus' words, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the great and foremost commandment. You know, if only we would learn a lesson from the past. But I'm so thankful that we can keep obeying and learning this lesson to Love the Lord with everything we are and and I want to just take us to Philippians two because why 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 should we be obedient? because the lord was he 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 did it all the way to the cross, and here in Philippians two verse um six says who, although he existed in the form of God, did not regard equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking the form of a bondservant, being made in the likeness of men, being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. For this reason also God highly exalted him and bestowed on him a name that's above every name, so that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow. And you know, that's that's also a quote from the Old Testament, Craig. Every knee will bow of those who are in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and that every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. And Craig, I just can't help but just believe in my heart that it's not, not much time <laughs> before the Lord is going to come that's right. for us. Yeah. It's It's just escalating and in, in, uh, the waves are coming faster and, f- and more furious to that time it says here in verse 12 so then to my readers to our readers out there my beloved just as you have always obeyed not this is what um, Paul was saying to the Philippian church so that you have always obeyed not as in my presence only but now much more in my absence work out LaDonna Craig, dear brother and sister in Christ, work out your salvation with fear and trembling, for it is God who is at work in you both to will and to do for His good pleasure. Amen. Oh, boy. I. It's a great way to end. (laughs) This is is wonderful, the word, the truth of the word. We can learn the lessons that God has given us in the Old Testament Mm -hmm. and to the New Testament readings of the Lord's obedience to the cross and loving the Lord with all that we are. Do you love him Mm -hmm. today, dear believer? Are you overwhelmed with um, the way your day is going or the way many days have gone? Do you feel like things just haven't been fair? God, you're not being fair. Or this doesn't seem to work. Or maybe even caught up with, well, if I j- can just, if I go to church, then uh, maybe that'll do it. No, the Bible tells us that we need to love the Lord with all of our being. And we need to be, have a repentant heart. Lord Jesus, we come to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I, I ask for your cleansing. Oh God, we need that, we need a washing a thorough washing in our mind, in our body, our soul. Lord, our hearts belong to you. Lord, there's so many things that press in from the world, their ideas and the culture, as it did back there in Manasseh's time and how the leaders would push that. We see that going on today. But, oh God, we ask that you would cleanse us (coughs) and fill us with your blessed Holy Spirit. Lord, that would give us discernment and teach us, be our teacher and our guide from the word of God. Help us to long to be in your word, to long to be with your people, to long to be, Lord, to worship together, to worship you, and and to worship with like-minded believers that want to lift your name on high, because, Lord, you are telling us, Lord, that you are that we're to work out our salvation with fear and trembling. And Lord, you are coming again. Oh God, we want to hold fast the word of life, Lord, so that in the day of Christ, we'll have a reason to glory, like Paul said, because we didn't run in vain nor toil in vain. Oh God, we pray, oh Lord, for your help today, for encouragement. We pray for our country. Lord, we pray for Israel today. Lord, the evil that's been done over there, that's been perpetrated. Oh, God, we, we know that someday your feet are going to land on the Mount of Olives, just as you left, Lord, from there up into heaven after your resurrection, that you are going to come and the Bible says you will touch there once again, and you will rule and reign forever and ever. Oh, God. We are asking, Lord, for Your people that You would save some, save many, save some, save many, of our native nations, Lord. So many of them, so many of, are syncretizing, and and so many of uh, believe that by mixing that, I, this is another way. I'm sure I'm going to get there, but Lord, the assurance has already told us that we can be assured. By knowing you, by coming to you, and a simple acceptance of you and what you, the price you paid. Lord, your life you laid down for us, you carried our sin. If we can just acknowledge that you are the only way, truth, and life, you are the Savior of the world, and you can be our Savior. Oh God, I pray for everyone within earshot, Lord, of this message would cry out to you. Oh, God, because there's great hope and great joy in knowing our sins are forgiving and the joy of eternal life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for this time of study. Lord, may you continue to help us to remember what we've read, what you're teaching us, and may it make an impact, Lord, in our marriages, in our families, on our children and our grandchildren and great-grandchildren, on our communities and our schools and our workplaces. Mm -hmm. Lord, we pray for our nation. We pray for those that are leading. Our president, Lord, you told us to pray. I'm going to pray now for Biden and for the vice president and for uh, the uh, Congress, Lord, for the Senate. Lord, our new Speaker of the House, Lord, I pray for wisdom for both sides, Lord. I know that you can, it it has to be your doing. Lord, we lift all these requests to you today, and we want to be vibrant for you, and we just give you thanks and praise in your mighty name. May you be glorified in all we say and do in Jesus' name, the name above all names, amen.
1: Thank you for joining Craig and LaDonna Smith and the Indigenous Faith Podcast. We trust today's episode has been an encouragement to you and helpful to you as you grow in faith as a follower of Jesus Christ. You can subscribe to this weekly broadcast and receive notifications when the next episodes are available. Simply follow the prompts on the tribalrescue.com website or the podcast platform you're using to sign up today. Don't forget to visit the Smiths website, tribalrescue.com to learn more about the Smiths and tribal rescue ministries. Be sure to visit their online store where you can find more indigenous faith resources, including Craig's six-part DVD video series, and his six-part audio CD version of the same teaching. Also, Craig takes you deeper into the scriptures in his recently released Indigenous Faith paperback book, which will help you learn the secrets to a strong indigenous faith. All these resources, and other great books authored by Craig and Madonna, can be accessed at their online store when you visit tribalrescue.com. The Smiths are dependent on the financial support of those who are benefiting from their teaching, preaching, and music ministry. Craig and LaDonna would like to ask you to consider supporting this ministry through your online giving, which you can easily and safely do on the tribalrescue.com website as well. You can also make your gift recurring if you so desire. If you'd like to support Craig and Madonna, it will help them keep this podcast on the air, help them produce more books and resources, and enable them to continue sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ among people groups around the world. We'll see you next week, dear friends, on another edition of the Indigenous Faith Podcast. Until then, may the Lord richly bless you as you live out your own God-honoring and biblically-based Indigenous faith.